Welcome to the audio version of BARG, exclusively for Canadian mortgage professionals who want to avoid losing the rate game by using the credit game to win. To join the conversation for visuals and additional resources, you can go to our private Facebook or LinkedIn page, and all the links and resources are in the show notes. Welcome out to the first episode of BARG. We have Jen Fowler here, who's going to be my first co-host to help me explain some very important credit issues. But first, before we get to that part, we'll start with the hard questions, which is personal, where are you from, family, that kind of stuff. All right. Well, nice to meet you. My name is Jen Fowler. I uh, was born in Calgary and grew up in Kelowna and then made my way back to Calgary about 15 years ago. That's where I met my husband, Chad, and uh, his two children, Carson and Rachel. And uh, we grew our family with our daughter, Kaylee, who's now 10. And yeah, and uh, a and little, little puppy, dog too. <laughs> a little dog too. That's right. Named him Dusty. And uh, yeah, he's a, a great addition to our family. When you said hello, everyone, I, I, was, <laughs> I thought you were talking to me. And I'm like, Jen, we've, we've met. <laughs> so, but I realized... You're saying hi to to everyone viewing, so that's right. Uh, that was a good idea. Hi, I'm Richard, <laughs> and this is Jen. So I I forgot that part. So now, typically with Bark, we will be talking with licensed mortgage brokers, but I thought it'd be good to speak with one of my team members at CreditGame.net to start us off. What do you do at CreditGame.net, Jen? Well, I have a big important task of laughing at all Richard's dad jokes, and that will keep you very busy as. Unfortunately, I cannot stop giving them. Uh, they just yeah. come out, so I apologize. <laughs> and that is a very mm -hmm. important job. Uh, what else do you do here? When I'm not doing that, I'm kept busy with uh, client care and disputing errors and fraud on our clients' credit reports. Yes, the fun of working with Equifax and TransUnion to get everything cleared off on your report. That's right. The fun. So that's uh, some hard work there and much appreciated for sure. <laughs> Before working with me, did you have any experience with credit or had you seen anyone else's credit report before? No, I actually hadn't done, hadn't seen a credit re credit report before. I hadn't, I didn't know how to build credit or get credit. I kind of thought not having credit was a good idea. So definitely learned a lot. And you have, uh, I definitely consider you a credit expert for sure. Uh, you have taken that on and uh, I'm definitely impressed. So that's very helpful. Now, <laughs> having transferred from not knowing much about credit to now being a credit expert, what would you say is the most confusing thing that you've come across or, or even what our clients seem to be really confused about when we first talk? I think the most confusing thing is for clients is, that the scores differ so much that yes. there's different scores and that the score that they see isn't what banks and lenders use. Yes, that's definitely one of the first conversations that we have. And regardless, even going through it in detail, it's generally a conversation that we have multiple times. Uh, how often would you say that you have that conversation with clients? Every day, just about every day. Yeah. And sometimes it's, uh, I need to explain it a few times. It just doesn't make sense. It's just not common sense. So, and I understand that. So it's just, it's hard to, especially when you open up your credit report and that's the first number you see. Yes. And then to know that I'm trying to for, remember that that score does not count. 
Yeah, and and it's definitely frustrating for the clients. So I I thought this would be a good conversation to start off barg with because brokers have questions about it as well. Or maybe as a broker, maybe it's the first time that you've started really diving into credit yourself and can't really remember or are not really aware of how frustrating that is for consumers who you're telling them one score and they're seeing a completely different one. That's why I thought it was important because in society, we talk about the score as if there's just one of them. And we have two credit reporting agencies. Jen, want to name them? Equifax and TransUnion. Yes. <laughs> Which one's your favorite? No joking, don't answer. <laughs> Depends on the day. Yeah, um, definitely. <laughs> now, most of the time, people can comprehend or wrap their head around the fact that with being two separate companies, yes, it, it would be expected that there would be two different scores. Uh, most are surprised on how different they can be, but mm-hmm. that, that makes sense to most people. However, what doesn't make sense is that each agency provides multiple scores. And that's where everything gets a little confusing. Today, we're just going to look at some of the Equifax scores and explain them in a little more detail, as that's the one that brokers generally use. So what's what's the first score that uh, we come across when you pull a client's credit report? Score that you'll see is the FICO score. Now, the FICO score used to be called the Beacon score. That is what Equifax considers to be the most up-to-date and comprehensive score. Next score you'll see is your client's BNI score. That is your bankruptcy navigational index score, or at least your client's. Um, so So that's what BNI is short for. Most brokers will never be questioned about it, so I won't go into detail or much detail about it. But I, I think it's important to at least know what it is. Yeah, so the BNI score will go as high as 1,000, not 900 like the other scores. So that's important to keep in mind. And it's also its focus is to predict the chances of your clients going into insolvency or going bankrupt within the next 24 months. We're spending a little more time talking about this because I've had a few brokers ask about it because the lenders are asking about it. Although I still don't think it's a main focus for most underwriters. And I'm sure there's other lenders that do. But here are the lenders that I've heard asking about the BNI score if it's low. And that's Manulife, Van City, Prospera, and ATB. Uh, so if you do come across a different lender asking about the BNI score or if it becomes more consistent, uh, definitely put a comment down below because uh, that's something where having this specifically for brokers it's and, and no BDMs or underwriters being invited into the conversation at least for the social media stuff that we're doing. It's something where it's good to have all of that information all in one place uh, so that brokers coming down the road a year or two years down the road that they can kind of find all the information at once and and we can send that out. So then the next score we're going to see is the CRP 3.0. And you may call it 3.0, but I call it CRP 3.0. And the reason why is because it makes me think of Star Wars. <laughs> the, are you a Star Wars fan? Have you seen it? I've definitely seen all of them. Uh, I'm a fan. I'm yes. not a fanatic, though. But <laughs> enjoyed there all of go. them. You don't dress up as a Wookiee or, no, or uh, well, other I do characters. try and make the noise, but I, like, I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm not a good Chewie. 
Yeah, there you yeah. go. Uh, so you know who they are. These two scores that uh, Jen's going to talk about, I, I call them CRP 3.0 uh, because it sounds very much like CRP or no, C3PO <laughs> and then ERS 2.0. And I don't know. That's what it makes me think of. Um, so Fair continue. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and on that note, so the CRP 3.0 or 3.0, uh, this is a score that automo automotive lenders use. Yes. So the next score you see is the ERS 2.0 or 2.0. Uh, this is a score that is shown when you purchase your Equifax report. That's, they will show you your ERS 2.0. It's the same score you get whether you get it for free or sign up with Mogo or Borwell, or even if you're paying for it directly with Equifax, that is the score that the consumer has access to. The score is, is not what the banks and lenders are using. And I, I don't know of any lender that uses the ERS 2.0, but that's something where uh, that's what the consumer is seeing. And so if you have a client that is giving you one number, but yet you see a completely different one, that's more similar to what they should be seeing. So that's, yeah. that's where you can find it. Equifax has updated their website to include this in their fine print, that the score they provide is intended for your own educational use. One thing I do like about TransUnion, they've ended the confusion by offering the score that brokers use, which is called the credit vision score. And that's what the third party apps and, and if you pay for it with TransUnion or get it for free, that's they use the same one. So with TransUnion, you get there, the clients getting a much more accurate score, even if it's delayed a week or so. But with Equifax, that confusion is still very much alive. And that's the reason why completely different scoring system altogether. What's one of the challenges that we generally have with or, or clients have with TransUnion uh, when they're subscribed as a monthly subscriber? <laughs> the biggest issue is when you sign in, you have to hit the update my report button and then it yes. will order you an updated report. If you don't do that, you will continue to look at the same report. Yes. Over and over <laughs> and over again. Yeah. Uh, so if you're wondering or the client's complaining about things not updating, or that they can't get the score up, that might be the issue, is they're just looking at an outdated score. And that's annoying, but that's essentially what happens with a lot of our clients. Uh, and we're it's also true. running into, yeah, we're also running into more issues with Borowell because mm -hmm. of, of kind of their new nuance now. Did you want to explain what's going on there, seeing as you deal with it more than I do. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. So we're getting confirmation back from Equifax showing that, that the corrections have been made uh, for the yes. disputes. And then when our clients do sign up for Borrowell to look for their updated report, the updates aren't actually showing yet. So then customers or yeah, clients feel that they're not done, but uh, yeah. So if, if you're doing any disputes with Equifax and TransUnion, those are some of the issues you might run into where Equifax TransUnion are saying that they're corrected, but yet you're not seeing them. If the client's checking Borrowell, even if it's saying it's updated, just in the last month or so, we found that they're doing that. So that, that's just an internal Borrowell issue and TransUnion with their button that uh, they don't really seem to 
make obvious that you need to, to push, those are things that could be an issue. The reason why I think this is a good conversation to start is because I've noticed that a lot of brokers prejudge a deal based on the score. Client calls, tells you, this is my score. And because you asked, how's your credit? Then just remember that the consumer, they're seeing the consumer score and it could be a little different or it can be very different. Uh, so Jen, you have a couple examples here. I do. And when looking at the Equifax report, it can be frustrating because there can be a little bit of a difference between the FICO score and the ERS 2.0 score, or there can be a lot of, the, of a difference. 120 so, points, um, uh, that's, that's a pretty big difference mm -hmm. between the two, uh, which obviously is the difference of someone getting approved or not. And I think another frustrating part is that you can't always assume that the consumer will, will always be lower than the FICO. Yes. Because, yeah. yeah, that would be too easy to predict. Yeah. And it's hard because clients will always say, well, this is my score. What, what should it be or what will mm -hmm. it be? And you can't always predict that your score is going to be higher than what they're seeing. Exactly. Sometimes, unfortunately, it can be much lower, which is mm -hmm. also a problem. Sarah is an example she was totally devastated when she went online and had a look at her credit score. Her score was at 529. She wasn't able to apply for credit for a number of years. And she thought that it was really going to be a, a huge obstacle because that score wasn't improving at all. Uh, but then once, once we connected with her, what, what did we find out? that her FICO score was actually 678. Yes, much better. <laughs> yeah, exactly. A huge difference. In 30 days, it was uh, over 700. Which makes it much easier to, to get financing when, when it's over that 700 range. So a mm -hmm. uh, 149-point difference is huge. It's something that we see a lot and unfortunately is keeping a lot of your clients from even applying because they, they just assume that their credit sucks. So one of the things that I think is important about this conversation is for you to understand that there's a lot of people wanting to buy and, and get into the, the housing market, and they're sitting there just assuming that their credit sucks. So if you're able to pass on some information, educate your clients, uh, not, not only is that great for social media and, and building your presence online, but it also helps the client and, and is huge because they're just assuming. And unfortunately, that's keeping them away from getting into the housing market, which is what they really want. I hope this has made the conversation that you will have with clients much easier now that you hopefully understand it a little bit better and, and have some verbiage to use. I, I personally wish that you didn't have to, that there's just one score and it was a lot easier. But my focus has always been to teach Canadians to stop relying on the score and focus on what I consider is much more important, qualifying for best rates and best terms, or what I call winning the credit game. Uh, if you have a question about this specific topic, uh, please comment below. If you have the question, most likely someone else will, and it makes it a lot easier if all the Q&A is in the same area. To avoid having to try and regurgitate the same conversation to each one of your clients, I've also included a link in the Seymour box or, or the show notes below. Are those the episodes that you are doing with your wife? Yes. 
always fun trying to include my wife into things that she doesn't like <laughs> that being credit. Um, so it, I think it makes it a little more fun and definitely more consumer focused. Uh, so it's a, a resource for you as brokers to send to your clients who have questions, use it online, build your online presence. And uh, hopefully there's some, some learning in there for everyone that views it as, as well. Fair enough. Yeah. You should include the link to the information we send to our clients who are worried about having a hard hit on their credit score. I know that's a question we get a lot. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is a question we get a lot. And uh, I will include that link in the uh, more information. It's something we'll do a full episode on further on down the road, but I think it's a good idea. We'll include that link because that's exactly the type of resource we hope to include in every episode. Awesome. So that's it. We're done for today. Uh, we've done that conversation. Uh, but uh, thank you, Jen, for being forced to do this with me. Uh, Thanks for having me. Now would be a good time. Now would be a good time to ask for a pay raise. Yeah. <laughs> um, I agree. Just kidding. Don't. Um, <laughs> but other than that, uh, we'll see you on the next episode. Sounds good. Thanks. Bye. As a reminder, if you have any comments, please put them down below. If you had the question, most likely another broker now or down the road will have the same one. If you have a specific client scenario that you want me to review, please send me all the details you can to info at creditgame.net and I'll see how I can help. You can click the see more button in order to get the links and resources that we talk about in the episode. And I look forward to seeing you on the next one.